And now it's time for meditating upon the word of the Lord. I use the word meditation because we have all heard the word of the Lord many a time. But we need time to listen to it so that we can reflect and we can learn and we can be instructed by it. And this morning, uh, I want us to reflect on the fact that God has called us for a purpose. And one of the purposes is not only to help us and reach heaven, but to use us as agents of change. To use us to impact the world around us. The title of the message is We Live in Terrible Times. We Live in Terrible Times. These words were used by Apostle Paul when he was writing as a pastor to one of his disciples and a fellow pastor Timothy. In the second letter of Timothy, chapter 3, he starts in one of the versions with the words, In the last days, there will be terrible times. That is the New International Version. In the last days, there will be bad days. Now, I want us to be reminded that we are living in the last days. And you know, last days started after the resurrection and the ascension of our Lord Jesus Christ. For some of you who, have, who know anything about uh, the 70 weeks of Daniel, the last week, uh, after the grace, that is what we usually globally say, these are the last days. And so if you speak of today, you may be speaking of the last of last days, because we are coming to the finale. And we see this. And it doesn't matter if it will take another 50 years, 100 years, 200 years before our Lord Jesus Christ comes. But we know we are living in the last days. And we have seen and witnessed so much rot in our society that uh, we know that we are living in perilous times. The times we are living are not normal times. Even in my lifetime, even my half-lifetime, we were not witnessing things that we witness today. And this is no secret, because even our Lord Jesus Christ himself spoke about these days. If you read, and our main reading comes from the book of Matthew, chapter 24, 
If you read Matthew chapter 24, and I'll read three verses. I'll read verse 11, 12, and 13. The word of God says, And many false prophets will appear and deceive many people. I want to tell you that uh, even almost 50 years ago when I came to the Lord, there were false prophets. Then wala mba unwezo kasema huyu injili yake unabi wa uongo. Actually, they were there even before then. But nowadays, e, they are so rampant and they spoke, speak of things that you cannot imagine. And still, they, they gather uh, big, big, big crowds that follow, follow them. And you hear what they teach and you know that this is pure fallacy. I mean, it's just something that does not even look like the Bible. Now, the danger of our times, we have even those who know the word very well and they misuse the word very intelligently that even people in the church sometimes doubt why people are saying this prophet is a false prophet. And so what I want to say is the days that Paul was speaking his last days, the days that the Lord Jesus Christ is speaking chapter 24 as last days, if we are looking for signs, then nowadays you don't have to go very far to identify a false prophet. Verse 12. Because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. Because of the increase of wickedness, when wickedness levels go up, standards of holiness are watered down. They don't go down usually because they are a standard, but they are, 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 are pushed down. There are some, some things that we could not accept a few years ago, and now we are accepting. We are uh, compromising some of our values simply because the level of iniquity, the level of wickedness, the level of sinfulness has risen so high that people are not even afraid of sin. We are not even amazed or surprised when we hear some things. Now, I'm not saying we should be surprised, but the things that are heard outside the church, or usually we're not 
things to to hear in the church now are happening in the church not only by members even by leaders in the church and so when these things happen the our perception of holiness goes down it's watered and this word that the love of many shall wax cold or shall uh, uh, shall become cold it's both ways you know the uh, greatest uh, laws that the Lord Jesus Christ taught us love God with everything that you have and love your neighbor as yourself so the love love to God and love to our neighbor draws or uh, 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 becomes cold because of the rising level of iniquity love our love to god becomes cold slowly slowly and this word cold in the original versions it doesn't actually uh mean weather it meant the coldness of a dead body have you ever touched a dead body? Of course, some of you have touched it when it comes from the refrigerator in one of the hospitals. But even if it is not refrigerated, even if it's not in the morgue, it is still cold. When you touch something that is dead, it, it feels cold. There is a certain coldness that is not a normal coldness. Have you ever touched a snake? Because snakes are cold-blooded. When you touch a snake, you get a certain feeling that is not normal. Even if it is alive. For some of you who have gone to zoos and they'll catch a snake and they'll tell, just, just touch it. It will not harm you. But you touch it, the feeling that you get. Now, this means the faith inside dies. It slowly, it is slowly congested and it starts dying. It starts becoming cold and that fire is gone. Because of the race of iniquity, the love of many shall wax cold, shall draw cold, shall become cold. Now this is dangerous because we are agents of change. And the fire of the Lord in us is the one that is actually uh, 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 the, the agent itself. It is the one actually which is the power of change. That is the power that can change our generation. This is the power that can change our youths, our old men, our relatives, our parents. And so this, when this fire is allowed to cool then we cease to become children of light or people of fire or changes of our generation now the lord jesus was talking of the last days 
these terrible times we are living in. We said first, there's a war uh, for our understanding from the devil through those who minister to us and they call themselves prophets or they call themselves pastors or teachers or apostles. How do you know them? If you know very well the word, they will be teaching something that is not actually the truth, even if it is close to the truth. If you know their lives, you will learn because these people will never live an upright life. Beware. Be careful. These are spiritual things that can very easily capture you. You know, nowadays we cannot live yesterday. For us who lived yesterday, and we were youths yesterday, our pastors used to monitor us. And our fellow believers, our fellow youths used to monitor us. And I tell you, it was not easy, very easy for me at those times to go to come. And I, I am a, a TAG person since I gave my life to Jesus. It was not very easy to just cross and go on Sunday to another Pentecostal church, I tell you. Live alone to another TAG church. People ask themselves questions. Nowadays, it's not like that. People go anywhere. At all times, people who stood on uh, what we can call standalone ministries were not as many. And actually, they were not even accepted. Even those who were not actually having any, anything bad. Nowadays, everybody's being accepted. And so beware. Because we are living in terrible times. Stand for your faith. Trust the Lord only. I think I should repeat that. I'm saying, trust the Lord only. If I'm saying something today, this morning, and you are not sure if it is right, don't just take it. Be like those people in Swahili, the burials. They were praised because they checked every word. Don't be like the stupid ones that just swallow everything that comes from a place called the pulpit. Because we are living in very dangerous times. And going to heaven is serious business. 
Going to heaven is not just like walking into heaven. We'll be confronted by many things that will try to hinder us to reach our destiny. It might be your brother or your sister. It's time to go for service. Ah, If you want find your homework, be careful. Listen to every word. Your heart wants to go to the house of the Lord. It's your job to convince your brother. I'm not saying he's a devil. I'm saying the devil is trick, trick, uh, the tricky star. He can use anybody. Take care of yourself. Read. Study the word. Understand the word. Pray. Walk with the Lord. That is your salvation. Because at the end, in the end times, there will be dangerous times. And if you read from the book of Timothy, you'll see brothers will betray brothers. Sisters will betray sisters. And they will take you and jail you and kill you because for the sake of my name. These things will be happening in the church. And unless the church stands up and does what God has sent it to do, we are not an exception. So beware of false prophets. Beware of the community and the society and the times that we are living in. These few days, there has been an issue that has been very much trending. It's not a good issue. It is actually threatening in human perspectives and abilities. It is threatening. When you hear that homosexuality has reached such high levels of organization, even in a society like ours, which we don't believe in those things globally as a society. When you hear those things, you start thinking as a human being, who is safe? What should we do? I heard these things this week, and I was asking myself, is it true that nobody knew about these things in the society? Is it true that nobody knew about these things in the leadership? Or are we having a problem everywhere? For you who are younger than us, you know these things better than us. You are living in a terrible generation and terrible times. Nowadays, it's much better not to go to social medias than to visit them. If you go to TikTok, you cannot, you cannot filter what you might meet there and you know what I'm talking about. I mean, you, you just, you are just exposed to every dirty thing. 
And if I can afford to switch it off, how many of my fellow believers that will want to have a small dose of looking at those things? And when you open them, they'll encourage you that you can also look for another video. You can also see this content and that content. And nobody can stop those things, I'm telling you. Because they are in the free world. But when you follow them, you will not have power to pray. If you entertain them, the Bible all of a sudden becomes very, very difficult to read and you don't have an appetite for reading. If you read them and you follow them, all of a sudden prayer becomes a very difficult thing and even going to church services becomes a hurdle instead of becoming a joy. We are living in dangerous times. Verse 14, 13. But the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. But the one who will stand and say, I am not part of this filthiness. The one who will say, behind her closed doors, his closed doors, that I'm not part of this road, and he will not agree to go by that way, is the person who will be saved. Because God is real. And these things are not news. They were there 3,000 years ago when God burnt live Sodom and Gomorrah. These things are not new. It's the same devil that misled those people into destruction, that is leading our world into destruction. And let the world know that these things have already overtaken us. It's the leaders who are rotten. Those whom we are listening to. Those whom we are trusting. Those whom we are depending upon. They are already gone. And there is only one thing that we can still hold on. And that is God himself alone. And Jesus Christ the king of glory. It is only the church. That can still bring changes. If those who belong to the church. Will accept the leadership of the Holy Spirit. Because even Jesus said himself. Upon this rock. That is the Lord Jesus Christ shall build my church. And even the gates of hell shall not overcome it. You are powerful. You have the ability. You have the, 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 the ability. You have the strength. You have the power. We can conquer the world. Hallelujah. Amen. So let's not be discouraged. Let's go to our knees praying. Let's talk to people and tell them 
about the truth. It's only the truth that when it is preached can change lives, as Paul said. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. Where are the young men today that are not ashamed of the gospel that will speak to every other person telling them that there's no salvation in anyone else but Jesus. So it's a matter of urgency. Because of the times we are living in, God has made our task even greater to reach the world around us and take the good news to them because we are the light of the world and we are the salt of the world and the world is lost. The world is rotten. We need somebody who can say this morning, Lord, I will stand if the whole world will turn back, if the whole church will keep on just singing in the churches and they will not move out. Lord, strengthen me. I'll go out, even myself, because who knows, maybe there's one more, one more soul out there that I can speak to and save. We are living in terrible times. And it's time for the church to stand up and make the difference to the world, to the governments, as times that are troubling, to the church, it's an opportunity to stand saying, there is still hope because the Lord Jesus died and he's sitting on the right hand of the God the Father. And from there, he can save you. From there, he can cleanse you. From there, he can use you. And from there, he can pick on you and take you to eternity. May God bless his word. May God bless his people. It's time to work. It's time to work together. And we'll see the glory of God. Amen.